0: Welcome to episode sixty nine of Get Doing Things. My name is Craig Burgess, and today's Boxing Day. I'm recording live again. So if you're not familiar with Christmas, but I'm sure you are, it's the day after Christmas Day. And I didn't really do much yesterday. Went to visit family, stuff like that, the usual stuff. And you'll probably notice that I'm kind of getting a bit of a weird voicey thing. I'm not getting cold. At least I don't think I'm getting cold. But everybody around me, and I mean everybody. Everybody around me has got cold. My girlfriend has got a terrible cold. She's coughing all the time and sneezing all the time. My entire family has got cold. The entire office had cold. And so far, I have not caught cold. So I'm hoping to continue the trend and not catch cold. And if the only thing that I get is is just this little bit of a weird throat thing, then I'm fine, I'm cool, and I'll stick with it. So I might sound a little bit more downbeat. Anyway, to, to get to today's episode, today's episode is called... How to get over your flaws. So, flaws are everywhere. We've all got our own flaws. We've all got our own little ways of doing things, and we've all got our own foibles and little things that annoy people. The problem comes when you don't realize that you've got flaws. And most of us aren't really aware of our flaws. There's probably loads of things about yourself that you're not even aware of because we're so self absorbed. We're so self absorbed, but we're not so self aware. And I've spoken about being self-aware and self-awareness so many times, and I think it's one of the most important things you can do in life to learn to be self-aware, because once you become self-aware, it's like a superpower. You can work out what's wrong with you and what your flaws are, and actually listen to what people are saying about you as well, openly and honestly. And I think that's one of the key points, that we've all got flaws, we've all got flaws, and we've all got to understand that we're not perfect. I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, the entire 7 billion people on this planet are not perfect. So to believe that you are perfect, or to believe that you're a wholly good person, to believe you are 100% good, is false. And when you when you believe that kind of thing, you kind of set yourself up for failure. You set yourself up to never discover your flaws. I like um, a, a quote that I heard the other day, that I, I can't remember where it's from now, so I'm, I'm sorry about that. But basically the quote is that we're all 51% good and 49% bad. And we've got to spend our lives trying to stay in the 51% bit rather than flipping to the 49% bad bit. Because it's so easy for us to flip to the 49% bad bit in an instant. So it's really, really vital that you stay in the 51% rather than the 49%. And that applies to flaws too. We've all got good and bad flaws. I choose to pay attention to my flaws and try and change myself when I feel that it's important. And occasionally, I also try and change myself in some ways that I don't really think need changing, but I'm keen to just try it on for size and see what happens. And I'm doing that next year with no beer and no bad food for a year. And I'm keen to see how that changes me, how it changes my thinking, how it changes my body, how it changes how I react to the world. I'm keen to. Find all these things out and just experiment with them a little bit and see if it makes me into a better person or a worse person. And I'll be journaling all the way through it and I'll be podcasting all the way through it and blogging as well. So I'll be able to work out whether it is changing me in a positive manner or a negative manner. But to get to the content to today, how to get over your flaws, the six steps, the way that I see it, and this is the way that I approach how to get over your flaws. I've recently gone over this myself because I've become more and more aware. That I'm quite critical and that I can be, I can be harshly critical or I can jump to criticism rather than jumping to applauding someone first. So I've, I've recently become aware of this myself through friends and through other people. And then as soon as somebody said it to me at first, I realized that I need to reflect on that and figure out if that's true. And then I've held it in the back of my mind and I've realized that, yeah, it is a little bit true that I, I do tend to jump to criticism instead of providing positive positive stuff first which is weird for me because I'm mostly a positive person but I jump to criticize people rather than display positive stuff and I think that's because I I I want the best for people I want people to be the best and do the best stuff and I expect highly of a lot of people as well so I jump to criticism sometimes which is not fair and I worked that out by number 1 being open and honest with my friends and obviously having good friends as well that's the other important bit You've got to display an open and an honest relationship with your friends, with your colleagues, with everybody in life, because you need to appear open enough for someone to be confident enough to say to you, look, you're doing this wrong, or look, this is a really annoying thing that you do, and you need to stop doing it. You need to have an open relationship like that with people, because if you don't have an open relationship like that with people, you'll never get the data back, you'll never get feedback saying that you do this or you do that and it's not good and it's not bad. So you need to have an open and honest relationship with people. And then number two, you need to listen to what people say about you and listen to what people say as well in a wider sense. You'd be surprised how many people don't do this. When somebody starts talking about you, especially if it's negative, you'll turn off or you'll, or you'll hear it. But you'll rationalise it away. You'll you'll kick into confirmation bias mode, and you'll look for any proof that disproves the thing that you don't want to believe. So when somebody says something bad about you, you've got to listen, and you've got to listen hard, and you've got to consider that it might be true, which is really difficult because nobody likes considering themselves to be a bad person. Nobody likes considering themselves. To have negative traits or to just not be nice and not be good as a person. It takes a particular kind of person and a particular honest kind of person to be able to accept that they aren't perfect at everything and to be able to, even worse than that, to be able to accept that there's something that they do that isn't very nice. That takes real self awareness and that takes real bravery and courage. To be able to admit that to yourself that you aren't perfect and you have bits of you that aren't nice. So you need to really listen to what people say about you. And I mean, really listen. And when somebody says something to you, number three, don't get offended. They're not trying to offend you, or maybe some people are trying to offend you, but you shouldn't get offended by it because there might be some truth in what they're saying. And there likely is some truth in what they're saying. So you need to make sure you don't get offended by what they say. Whether you don't want to hear it or not, it's important that you hear it. And it's important that you internalize it and actually listen to what they're saying. And then after you don't get offended, number four, you need to decide to pause and reflect. This is the most important bit. You need to just sit down and think. Is it true? Is it false? You might have to ask a couple of other people, but you need to pause and reflect and meditate on whether what people are saying about you is true because it might not be true or you might even feel that it's not true but you need to reflect on it which leads to number five decide whether to take action or not so once you've paused and reflected you need to decide whether you're going to take action are you going to change your personality do you feel like you should change your personality do you feel like it's everybody else around you that's wrong do you feel misunderstood or actually is it correct You need to decide because you've got a choice. You don't have to change. You don't have to change for anybody. You can be whoever you want to be on this planet. That's what makes it so brilliant. But you have to decide whether to take a choice or not. And you have to choose whether to take action. And then number six, take action. Change yourself or don't change yourself. It's that simple. I chose to change myself when a couple of people made me more aware that I'm quite critical. And when I started to pause and reflect on it a little bit, and I realised that I can be critical, and I can be over, overly critical, I decided to change. And I took action, and I changed. And it's an ongoing process, it's not simple. It's not easy to break down 30 years of a personality trait that you seem to have always had. So it takes time to break these things down, but you've got to stick to it and keep patient. That was episode 69, and you can find out more information about it at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash nine. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one and I hope you join me then and thank you so much for listening as always. I'll see you soon.